Welcome rock and metal fans. Coming to you from the barns of Amish country and pastures of cows are those two bad boys of rock and metal. B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Bringing you the best rock and metal bands from the 80s and 90s. And today, playing and discussing music from the featured bands with special guests, interviews, contests, and much more. So grab a beer and turn it up. It's time for the Headbangers Vault. Coming at you live from the garage of destiny. This is the Headbangers Vault. I am the B1 Bomb. I'm the Smuts. What's up, everyone? How's it going tonight there, Smuts? No, another day in paradise. Yes, it is. Talking some rock music. Big things popping, little things yeah. stopping. So what are we doing tonight, B1? Tonight, me and Smuts are bringing you some bad albums from some of our favorite bands Yes. And you can't have a winner every time there, Smut. Some of these bands are pretty big. Yes, they are. And you just can't go. No, you can't bat a home run every Hit a time. Ten every time. Sometimes you get a five or a six, maybe even lower. And some of these are pretty freaking low. <laughs> you know, we tried to bring a few of these albums that may have one song that was kind of okay that I'll play, and I'm sure Smuts will too, that maybe just yep. there was a song that had a glimmer of hope, but the rest was trash. Just junk yeah and we're gonna start out here smuts with okay. a little iron maiden oh wow virtual 11 it sucked mm. yeah it, it not sucked good. not good it was bad there was one song that i kind of liked on this album there we go this song right here was okay okay it wasn't great that sounds like iron maiden but it was okay this was called future real yeah, this was their 11th album, the no, second was not Blaze. Bruce, yeah, I was going to say. Blaze Bailey, yeah, he was on this one. and I just can't say it was that good. And it was tied with some other musical events with Iron Maiden with the release of their Ed Hunter computer game and oh, okay. the 1998 FIFA World Cup. It was taking place at the time. So they're not getting any strippers off this album. They're not getting nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Dang it. And I guess some of this was held in football matches across Europe, which football is soccer over there. Right, right. You know, kind of as a publicity tour for this, but it sure didn't help. Didn't work out. Well, without Bruce Dickinson, it's just not the same. And this was the final album for Blaze. He did resign because he knew Bruce was coming back to the fold. God bless it. So God bless it. Give the guy credit. He tried. I don't know why Iron Maiden picked this guy. It, it blows my mind. I mean, nothing against poor Blaze. I mean, but did they know this guy? Or? They must have knew him somehow. And they had tons of guys that auditioned. And right. this guy got the and this job. This guy got it. I, I don't get you it. don't sound like real powerful. Or- yeah. I mean, it did chart I mean, in I'm a lot of countries. Guy, I'm not saying the guy can't sing. Yeah, I'm not saying that. But. Not for Iron Maiden. Only went to 124 on the Billboard 200. Wow. So it did chart a little higher in other countries, but yeah. Wow. Yeah, virtual 11. No good. Mm. We're giving that the headbangers vault. Thumbs down. down. Now, Smuts, you have a few you want to throw out. Oh, I don't actually. 
Well, I guess I can let it play. All right. Because there isn't very many good songs on this album. What would this be? This is one of my favorite bands, Hender. Yep, we've talked about them before. This is with their new lead singer. Don't know his name. Don't want to know his name. <laughs> don't know him. Don't want to know him. <laughs> and they need Winkler back. I mean, this guy, what's this? What is this? Well, they may learn their lesson someday and get him back. I don't know if they will. I mean, okay, that's okay. Yeah, it's it's okay. I could get into this a little, but not But when lot. you're used to, you know, awesomeness, yeah. it's, just, it's just not the same. Yeah. I mean, okay, they come at you with this song. So, starts out like, okay, this is gonna rock. Yeah, this is gonna yeah. sound pretty good. This can go. Yeah, this is guitar coming in. Nice. Yeah. Uh huh. Here we go. The downfall. What the hell is this? What is going on? Here? Sounds like they're being a little experimental, which doesn't always work. No, I saw these guys live. These guys live. Not great. That's a lot of people left. Actually. Oh. They had a nice oh. tour of bus, though. Yeah? yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> Something went right. I was on the soil tour bus, and I saw Hender's tour bus. <laughs> so, but, I don't know. This, I tried to give this song a, a shot here. Drink You Away. Kind of sounded yeah. like something the smuts would like. Yeah. But, just didn't get it. Just didn't. Hold that cup of bouche latte. No, it didn't. Yeah, that's pretty bad. No, it's not good. Yeah, I'd say we probably better no. give this a headbanger's vault thumb. Two thumbs down and a down. thing in between down. Yeah. Can't even get that up. I want to turn that off right now. Yeah, I turn that oh, off. Brutal. I got a brutal one here for you, Schmutz. Okay. This is... Queensryche Operation Mind Crime 2. 2? Oh, that was bad. What the? I don't know what these guys were trying to do with this. It was their sequel to 1988's Operation Mind Crime, and it sucked. Man. Oh, wow. There was only one song that was. And for B1 to say that. Yeah, I was not happy with Queensryche here. This was okay. This was called Rearrange You. It kind of resumes the story of the Operation Mind Crime storyline. Yeah. I guess they had a few famous singers on this album that guest starred, and one was Ronnie James Dio. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm about ready to bring him up. Wow. But yeah, there was a little turmoil with the band then. I guess there was a split with Jeff Tate and the rest of Queensryche in 2012, and it had very limited contributions from the band members, which understandably why this probably sucks okay yeah i guess their drummer scott rockenfield he did not even play on this album wow and michael wilton's tracks were re-recorded by their engineer oh wow. so there was a lot of turmoil a lot of stuff going on in that it, it was bad although this album did chart at number 14 which was the highest position that they've charted since their promised land album right. which I don't get it. I guess they use that Operation Mind Crime to milk this popularity. 
Wow. So you always know the sequel is not as good as the original. No, no. You always know that. And this proves that right there. No. And equally bad is they had another album that came out called American Soldier, and that was even worse. I'm not going to play any music from that wow. crap. The only reason I bring it up because there was something cool about it that they said that Queensryche, they always supported the members of the armed services. Well, you know so what? I will bring God that bless up. Them on that. God bless them on that. Yes. We at the Headbangers Vault do the same yes, thing. Yes, absolutely. So I will give Queensryche a little pass for that. But... I'll write better music for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, nope. We're going to give these guys the thumbs down. Uh, uh, moving on here. All sports. right. One of my favorite bands, maybe, of all time. And you know, be one that I love these guys. Dio. Yep. So much love And Dio. I loved Dio. Still love Dio. But 1993, they came out with an album that I was very disappointed with. I was really oh. looking forward to oh. it. Strange Highways. Yeah, I haven't heard much good said about that one. And it just kind of sucks. Yep. I mean, right here is Strange Highways. Was this one very good, or was there a track that you liked? This might be maybe my favorite on there. Ooh. It's not very good. I mean, normally, you know, when a Dio album comes out, you know, there's like four or five, there maybe even much. more. That I'm like, man, this is awesome. See, after the 90s, I kind of lost track of Dio. Yeah. After Lock Up the Wolves. Lock Up like, the Wolves was about their last awesome album. I don't know what was going on. I don't know. Last one I think I ever heard was that one. Right. This is the one after that one. And it's just different. Yeah. That you know, when you're getting that big and that popular... Don't change. No. <laughs> Please. Should have stayed the Just same. Stick to your guns and be you. I mean, and Ronnie Jeans Dio is a legend. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's kind of cool, okay. but it's I just have not like heard this song. I have heard this. It was kind of good. Kind of had a cool kind of vibe going with it. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It just I don't, don't fit together. Let's try one more here. Firehead. See, that's just not Dio. No. Sounds like he was changing his music up to fit the times. Yeah, that sounds like... I don't even know. This was coming out in the tumultuous grunge era. Yes. And these artists were trying to change their music up a little bit. I think that alienated I think, I the think fans the, more. I, I think these this band, Dio, was big enough. They could have just... Survive through Just the grunge. For what they wanted, you know? Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay the course. But it's just not. Yeah, it's yeah, not good. It's not good. Yeah. It's, it's saddening almost. Yeah. So I'm sorry, Ronnie James. RIP, my friend. But. This one's. Sorry. This dumb. album's not very good. No. Two thumbs down and a thing in between on that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going with one of my very favorites, and that would be the Scorpions. Oh, wow. This was their 13th studio album, Pure Instinct, and it was criticized for having too many ballads and not enough hard rockers. So, Smuts, you may have liked this one. Oh, wow. It wasn't good. I didn't like it. It had a few hit songs on it. You going to play me a ballad? I will not because I thought they stunk. <laughs> 
It did have a song you might want to look into called You and I. You might like that. Scorpions. I'm going to play one that was more of a rocker. They were hard to find on here. This is called Time Will Call Your Name. Oh, wow. This was a good song. I like this one. I really like this one. They didn't even have a drummer for this album. They had a studio musician drummer that played on this. Really? But this album did chart pretty high in some countries. It went to number eight in Germany. Oh, wow. Went to number 10 in the Finnish album charts. It only went to 99 in America. So it wasn't very yeah, good. We know about America. Yeah, they're too trendy. I'm going to discuss that a little bit later. There we go. But once again, they were changing yeah. their sound, no, too. Not, and not, yeah, I'm not feeling it. It wasn't good. It was okay. You probably would like you and I. That is a good Smuts I'm ballad. Check it out. I'm going to check that out. You may find some good ballads on this album, Smuts, so I... I will. I will. I will check it out. Yeah, we're gonna pass on this album. I'm gonna look up that you and I. Yeah, you need to. I'll check it out. Check it out, there, smuts. Well, I'm gonna go with another huge band. Bush. Yeah, those guys had a lot of hit songs. They did have a lot of hit songs, and they had a hit song on this album, Razor Blade Suitcase. Yep, I remember that one. And I was really looking forward to getting this album, I remember. There's actually two songs on here, Okay, but the rest of it kind of just sucks. I mean, just not. it's, it's not 16 Stone, and you're never going to find that again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. about every song on there was awesome. Yeah. And I get it. Hard to replicate. But this song was on the radio all the time. Yeah, this is a good song. Swallowed. I this like this song. song. No, this yes. is a good song on a bad album. Yes. This brings back some good memories because I yeah. remember this on the radio a lot. In 1996, I was a senior in high school. All right. I just aged myself right there. <laughs> and this song, I listen to this song all the time. And it was really good. Yes, it was. But the rest of the album, I'm just Stopped. like, what the fuck are you guys trying to do? I listened to that album once and I didn't like it yeah. except for this song. I think uh, Cold Contagious was on the radio also. Really? It's not a bad song. Not a bad, but yeah. the rest of them are just like, dig a hole in the backyard, jump yeah. in it, and throw dirt on yourself. Yeah. I mean, come on. Crappy. What are you guys doing? But this song's good. I like this yeah. song. It's kind of got that cool, fuzzy guitar sound of yeah. the grunge there, mm-hmm. kind of the tail end. Put and this right up there with my top five favorite Bush songs. Okay. Not okay. Bush Latte, but Bush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a good song. And that's, I mean, after that, nothing. Yeah. Yep. So 1996 album. We're going to bury that. Thanks for this song, but I don't know what you're trying to do. Nope. Sorry, Bush. Now I'm going to do a little back-to-back here. We've talked about these albums in the past, and I'll bring them up again just for a fact that it fits this show. And this would be Def Leppard. Oh, wow. Slang was crap. Pure freaking crap, except... And what year did that come out? For this song. This came out in 19... 
96. Okay. Same, same year as the Bush album I just talked yep. about. Okay. Still produced by Mutt Lang, and they had to go change their sound. Big Departure sucked. The song was okay. It still had a little leopard sound to it, but it still sucked. Yeah, once you're deaf leopard, oh man, stick with yeah, it. Yeah, after coming off the adrenaline change. You don't have to change. No. I don't know people that make money, their agent, and all that crap. Even if you're sitting in the studio yeah. and you're running the soundboard, be like, dude, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Stop this right now. Let's get away from you know, this please. crap. Yeah, and they, I mean, they had another crappy album called Songs from the Sparkle Lounge. That one was uh, pretty rough. That one did suck. I kind of like this song. This is Nine Lives. This is the Depth Leopard version, not the one with Ken Growl. Oh, okay. I think they were kind of messing with country a little bit, and that doesn't work. Why? Yeah. This was a big song. It debuted on number five on the billboard so it was big and wow. I do remember this song I remember being played song. I remember this song wow okay finally found the good side of my mic right now there we go it's going crazy sorry about that earlier people <laughs> this song was okay and eh, it's the only one that I kind of like on this album go back to our Def Leppard episode and you'll hear more about these albums but, nah I'm not even going to bother. not bad. It's, it's okay. You like the chorus. Let's listen to this. Just don't like that country twangy guitar. Yeah, That's not right. Def right. Leppard. No. It's got like a little slide to it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, let's, let's Definitely turn this. not. Definitely not. Let's turn that off. Okay, Smuts, what you got there? Well, I'm going to say when I was younger, one of my favorite bands. And I've kind of got away from them in my life. And they have a lot of great albums. Megadeth. There you and we've go. already discussed this album. Their very first album, Killing My Business. Oh, that one wasn't too good. Awful. Thank yeah. God the record company gave them another shot. Definitely. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. My favorite song off this is a remake. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I remember talking about this on our one episode yeah. of Megadeth. These boots. And I mean, he's slaying the guitar. Awesome. The rest of the album, I don't even know what's going on on this album. It's it's bad. It's like made in a garage. It's like, I don't know if they're like just so messed up. I about said, I, look at that. I'm doing a lot better in life. <laughs> I almost said the F word and I didn't he's do it. He's doing better, folks. See? I'm trying here. It's- I'm trying. <laughs> but, yeah. Everything else just sucks on this album. I think what was probably going on here was he wanted to get something out because he's so pissed off at Metallica. And he just rushed through everything. And he was, you know, I'm going to show you guys and I'm coming out with my music. and But he should have waited. I'm sure Dave was a little impatient back in them days. I remember when I got it from Columbia House. I wasn't very happy with it either. It almost sounds like... Motorhead. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, never made that comparison. So, when your best song on an album is a cover tune, you know <laughs> you gotta fly. And your debut album, Ugh. you got a lot of talent to pull off the next album. 
And it got better. Good album. Then it got better. Then it got better and just kept getting better. I got so, some mega debt to I'm, bring up in the end of this podcast too. Okay. But yeah, that's about the only good song on this album. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Let's pass that. I am going to bring up a band that I really like, and I talked about these guys a lot in the past, and that's the Galactic Cowboys. Oh, Lord. Now, these guys... And they actually, they had a bad album? They had a bad one. Oh, wow. This was called The Horse. (laughs) I'm saying that sarcastically. Bud Bot. It's even got a dumb title. There's a little sarcasm in that. (laughs) Now, this song was kind of cool. This was called Tilt-A-Whirl. It was the only good song on this album. How many albums do these guys have? Well, they got about six, seven Really? They got a lot. Now, a little B1 fun fact about this. Their title comes from the lyrics to the song Organ. That was a story, I guess, that they contrived about this. Okay. But it didn't save anything. It still freaking sucked. Except for this song. I know B1 loves these guys. I never yeah. really got into them. But. I did discover that they had a a song that came out on a Japanese version, which nope. I cannot find, called Japan. Every Knee. Japan loves it. They must have loved these guys because well, they, they love good music. I'm not saying it's good. But. This was not a good album. <laughs> the song was kind of cool. Kind of dug it. But all the good stuff they put out in the past, I mean, kind of sad. Hey, you said you can't have a winner every time. Right, absolutely. Uh, Nope, another two thumbs down. I'm going to go with a band that, if you're listening to this podcast, and actually, i got to tell a story. All right, story time with the smuts. I uh, was at work this week, and I was telling a a newer girl at work that had all these concerts coming up. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to Warrant. Okay. You know, I'm going to Theory of a Dead Man. I'm going to Pop Evil, who opens up for Shinedown. Yeah. You know, you turn on the radio, you've probably heard that, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Had no idea who Metallica was. (laughs) I'm like... Okay, oh. I should fire you right now. You should fire her <laughs> right away, schmutz. And then now her boyfriend makes fun of her mm. because he listens to Metallica all the time. Everyone listens to Metallica. There's Metallica t-shirts at work. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. And she's like, I had no idea any of those bands you just said or Metallica. And I looked it up and I'm like, uh, Metallica's worth $900 million. Yeah, that's a freaking saying. saying that. As many awesome albums as Metallica has, I'll even give them Load was good. Oh. I know. B1 don't like that. But after that, it got really bad. Yes, it did. And one album that really pissed me off in life. What was that? Came out in 03, St. Anger. Yeah, that one wasn't This album sucks, and I'm just going to play St. Anger. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're trying to do here. They're kind of going towards maybe a corn type of new metal direction. The drums of. suck. Yeah. B1, you got to say that, right? They suck. What, what, what is that? You know what's going on there with the drums? I, I, I don't know. I'm not a drummer. Lars must have had some kind of new had some stupid idea. idea. I honestly think they were listening to a lot more corn, new metal, slipknot type music. They're and Metallica. Yeah. Be Metallica. Now, I'm not saying the guitar's not kicking ass. And this is actually the first album with their new bass player yeah. after Jason Newstead. Yeah. 
Now, if this was a different band, it may be kind of good, but with Metallica, no, you no, just can't. No. You know, you got the double bass. Okay, yes, but that drum. Just uh, what is this? What is yeah, this? Yeah, this is pure crap. I mean, okay, here's another song. That drum, I just can't get over that drum. I didn't know if I even listened to this or not. I, if I did, I probably passed over or listened to a few songs. And Everything's pretty good, except that, I mean, was James Hatfield just like, so that he was just like, oh yeah, that sounds great. No, Lars, your drums suck. Yeah. Sounds awful. Sounds like you're freaking 13 years old. It's horrible. Awful. I don't know how many albums it's sold, but probably millions. A lot. Just because they're metallic. Yep. They can get away I mean, with it by their name alone. But this album sucks. Now, their newer album. It was better. It's good. It I got like better. It. I like it. Yep. I was like at Death Magnetic. I and then there was really one sucks. after that, too. Uh, they came out with an album in, uh, what year? About three years ago. Something like that. Hardwire was good. That, that one wasn't too bad. That was 2016. Yeah. I saw that tour. Okay. And, uh, it's good. Good. Very good. Sounds okay. good. Look good. Well, now that we're on the topic of Metallica, okay. I'm going to throw out the loaded crap. And I didn't like this album. I thought it sucked. You're going load? I'm going load. It had one good song that oh, was wow. okay. One. Wow. wow. And that was Hero of the Day. Now, this is an awesome song. This song wasn't too bad. I did not like this album. Now, they had several hits off this album. They had a lot. Ain't My Bitch. That was one of them. Until It Sleeps. That was their hit single. Hero of the Day was awesome, which is what we're listening to. And Mama Said. Yeah. All those were on the radio. King Nothing. King Nothing, yes. And this was such a big album. It spent four consecutive weeks at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 chart. That was big. And B1 hates this album. Ugh. It made it the biggest opening week for Metallica, which is insane. It's insane. Reload. That was even worse. That was sucked. super bad. That thing sucked. This shipped five million copies in the United States alone. I mean, this was, everybody was so excited about Metallica coming back. But once you heard this, us old school fans were like, what's going on here? There's yeah. no thrash. There's no cool songs like the Black Album. I mean, it just. Well, I got to say, the ugh. reload's even worse. Yeah. The Memory Remains ugh. was their biggest song off that. This charted, Unforgiven 2, I mean. That was horrible. Yeah. With, this charted in 16 countries, and it was number one in, like, almost every country. French, German, New Zealand. They're unstoppable. Sweden, UK. I mean, it's, it's Australia. And I'm like, how? How? Yeah, awful. I don't get it. No more loaded crap. Let's move on, Smuts. All right. I'll go with a band I'm going to see here. Okay. In about two months. Vixen. Two albums kicked ass. Awesome. I mean, yeah, it reminds me of great childhood memories. Yeah. Swimming in my aunt's pool. I think I said that before. And just listening to that cassette tape. Both of them. Loved it. Fourth studio album, Live and Learn. Ooh, that one wasn't very good. Suck. Yeah. Not good. It's not good. There was one good song on there. What'd you like on that? What song was it, B? I like this song called 
Live and Learn. This one was okay. The production wasn't very good on this album. The only original member was their guitarist, Jan Koonman, and she, I guess, passed away after the original group got back together, and they are going to work on a new album. And Now, all the original members, well, the one that passed away is not. No. And Janet Gardner left. She just left. Yep. So there's uh, the drummer, um, Roxy. Yeah. I can't pronounce her She's last the only name. original gal left, I believe, in this band. She's, she's hot. She's a great drummer, too. Isn't, isn't Cher Ross, isn't she the she's bass, bass player? player? I don't know if she's in I think she might be in there. there. In I think she's back in there. Okay. So they're opening up for Slaughter. I got Ooh, tickets. There we go. So, hey. But I should have got a meet and greet for Vixen. That would have been awesome. And I got a meet and greet for Slaughter because I want to meet Mark Slaughter. There you go. But, yeah. This ain't bad. This is okay. I listen to this album, the rest of the songs suck. Sorry, Vixen, but you should have waited till all the original gals got back. Yeah, and I, I guess my buddy, who runs Pavement Records, signed Janet Gardner. Ooh. And uh, I guess they go out to dinner all the time. All right, that's so, awesome. Hey. I, I don't know. This is what I'm told. Alright. So that would that would be kinda cool. Yes, it would. Buddy. Wow. Buddy old pal. <laughs> Give Sputz a call. Please. He would like to go to dinner yeah. too. Yes. I just want to look at it. I don't even gotta eat. <laughs> but Alright. Yeah, so yeah, that's not good. Now this band I am a big fan of and they came out with this crap whole album called oh, wow. Corporate America and that would be Boston. Oh wow. Fifth album. Wow, I remember that album. One good song. I had a good time. This one wasn't too bad. Now is this with the original lead singer? Brad Delp sang but he sang in the background vocals pretty much. So they which, had the guy that tours with them now. He was singing. Fran okay. Cosmo was singing. Okay. They, they brought in bass player. And I don't know. It just wasn't the same. It was the last to feature Brad Delp, which was sad. It's kind of a bittersweet album right. right here. Well, just like we've said in previous episodes, I mean, these guys came out with like weird, like it'd be years. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know what they're doing. They're just wasting their lives away. You think that this album would be top notched? over the wall crazy good but right it did sell 32,000 copies in its first week of release I might it, have to check this album out I haven't really listened to it I've listened I just kind of briefly skimmed it it sold over 500,000 copies in the United States so it was a big deal okay but eh it just didn't do much well, it's for me Boston. I know I mean it kind of a mid-tempo song here it's Okay, but eh, just I don't know. Sorry, Boston. I'm gonna have to give you a pass on he this loves album. Boston, he loves you. I love you he guys, you. but just don't like this one. Okay, Smuts, what have we got? Well, I'm gonna go with a band. I don't know much about these guys. I just know the lead singer from these guys, TNT. Oh yeah, did what? go to Skid Row yes, for a while. He did Tony Harnell. Tony Harnell, which they let him go. Fortunately. Now, he has a great voice. This TNT album, I think it came, when did this come out? Oh, 2018. This would have been 13. T Band's new- fourth lead vocalist. Yeah. 
This wasn't too well, good. I can't even pronounce this guy's name. Yeah, some foreign guy. <laughs> yeah. Bartle Barded <laughs> Bloodsayer. Oh. Okay, we'll go with that one. Yeah. But I guess there's one good song on it. And what would that be? Can't Breathe Hey, that anymore. was a good tune. I did hear that, and, and it wasn't bad. I don't know. It sounds like a song the Smuts could like. Yeah, this we'll was. We'll see. I listened to this CD, and I didn't like it. But this song did stick out for me. Had kind of that cool TNT old school sound to it. 13th studio album. Be a one the smuts could like. I'd probably like it a lot more without the synthesizer. Yeah. Oh no, these guys got kind of a, a following. Yes, they do. I mean, got a good melodic sound to them. Some of the songs are pretty rock. Never really got huge. No, which they did overseas, but not in the United right, States. Right, right. This song's not too bad. This song's not bad. But I didn't like too much more on this album compared to their other stuff. And Tony Mills passed away. He was a great vocalist. And then they... Tony Arnell came back. So he was not there. It was he, he came Tony back later. originally. He came back after. He was the original singer. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. But and then it just they got this guy. I don't know. Well, what do you do? You know I am with other singers, but yeah. I mean, what's this guy supposed to do? You're you right. Know, I got it. Now that I'm getting older, I'm just like, you know, maybe I should give these guys a chance. You should. They're just filling in, and I am going to give this guy a chance. Not this guy. Yeah, I am giving a guy a chance tonight. I'm going to go. see Warren. There you go. So, and you, Robert Mason. You know what, Smuts? Talking about Warren. Oh, wow. We're going to lead right into that You're there. going in with a, We're a Warren right album? We're leading right in. Wow. Yes, we are. We, this, might have, we might have to scrap on this one. Ooh, this is Belly to Belly, their fifth studio album. Oh, wow. It wasn't good. Wow. It was not good. It also featured a different drummer, which his name was Bobby Borg from Beggars and Thieves. Oh, wow. And we've discussed them a little bit. And this was the last Warren album of all original material with Janie Lane on vocals. Now, I didn't like it. It sucked. They were kind of going, you know, kind of a grunge sound. But this song was kind of cool. It was called Indian Giver. Kind of a concept album of a rags to riches storyline because you know Janie was a good lyricist and could tell good stories. This kind of continued their alt-metal direction, like their previous one, Ultraphobic, which I might add was pretty good. I did like Ultraphobic. Yes, that was a very good album. This one, new. This song was kind of cool. Yeah, I do remember this album now. It's not very good. Yeah. And you can probably just tell Jane Lane just trying to hang on. Yeah. Barely. Barely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he had a lot of problems. We discussed this before. 
And you know, in 96, I think I met them in 98. Okay. Got the signed drumstick. Oh, yeah. And I met all those guys, and they were so super nice. Hey, I got a little story. My friend Stevie F, he seen these guys out in Phoenix, and he, and he went to the bathroom, and he took a leak, <laughs> I remember and he story. turned his head, and there was Janie Lane taking a piss right next to him. Wow. Awesome. That would be so cool. Awesome. I wouldn't even know what to do. I'd probably <laughs> scream like a schoolgirl. Probably piss all over yourself. I'd probably, I'd probably piss on his boot <laughs> on accident. Oh. I've done that before. Oh, man. On accident. Sometimes, you know, you get that stream going. You don't know where that thing's going sometimes. You it gets excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, no belly to belly there, Schmutz. No, no. Not a good We're album. Pitching that out. Not a good album. That being said... Check out Spare Time Lanes in Burn, Indiana for all your bowling needs. Lance and his crew serve up a mean breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And plus several draft craft beers on tap. Brand new cooler TVs for your sporting entertainment. So come on in to Spare Time Lanes Tuesday through Sunday for some bowling action. Great food. Great beer and all-around fun. Maybe you can drink a bush latte with the smuts. Okay, smuts, what we got next on the plate? Well, we're going to go with the uh, seventh studio album from Great White. Great White. Sail Away. Oh, boy, that one wasn't very good. Be one, I know you really like Great White. Oh, I love these guys. And I saw these guys in, well, Jack Russell's Great Great White in quotations. And they slayed it. But this album. This album stunk. Not real good. It stunk. I remember buying this. I had high expectations for it. Man, was this bad. There was a good song on here, Smuts. 1994. Yep. Yep. And you're in high school still. Ooh. You're like probably going down to the heavy metal store. You got real excited. You're real excited to get this. You get it home. And you're like. You throw it in and you're like. You know, what I usually do is just what I used to do. I kind of do still do that. You just kind of preview a song. Yeah. And then you go to the next song. Could be good. Or that right. could suck. And then you just, once Said. you start going through all of them, you're like, man, this really sucks. There was a good song on here. And what's that? And that was Sail Away. Sail Away. This was actually good. It was on the radio for a little bit, too. I do remember that. I think I've seen these guys on tour for this album. They didn't oh, really? play too many songs off of it. <laughs> and this came with a double disc from a live concert yes it did which i anaheim live yeah it was supposed to be a exclusive but i guess part of a limited edition yeah but the copies were didn't sell too good likely yeah they discontinued that because poor sales yep so yeah when you're 90 you're in 1994 these guys are dying they're just they're hoping a great white just eats them Right now, <laughs> but yeah, the great white did eat them. The yeah. grunge, it show did. So this was pretty smelly album, except for this one little shiny gem right here. Well, now smuts, the reverend's got a pick. Uh oh. Yes, I do. And this would be the band Bride. 
I Love Bride. This was their 13th studio album released in 09. It was supposed to be their final album because they were going to call her a day. Okay. And supposed to kind of be harken back to their kind of their hard rock roots. And I didn't like this. There was one shiny song on here. It was called the Last Thing I Feel. If every song on this album was good like this, this wouldn't be talked about right now. Right. I hate to be hateful on Bride because I love these guys, but wow. this album just do. was not good. And it was their grand finale, but they did release another one after this, which was even worse. But they came back. They did come back in 20. 18, they released Snake Eyes, and in 2020, they released one of their best albums ever, Here's Your God, totally so there, themselves. they redeemed themselves, totally redeemed yes, themselves. so thank you, Bride, I'm sorry, Dale, to go. talk bad about you guys, but wow, this album just was not good, so if you're hearing this, I'm I sorry, I think you one needs good church, oh man, after he's bad mouthing you guys like I'm, I'm sorry, but I like I this song, bad, I didn't bad mouth you, <laughs> There was a cool instrumental track on here. I'm going to let you guys hear this. You'll know exactly what this is. This was their kid playing this guitar. See if you can guess what this is. Yeah, it's clean. Yeah. This is pretty cool little ditty. not be one. <laughs> hey, this is pretty cool. Play this on acoustic guitar. Pure talent right here. Pure freaking talent. That's pretty good. Yes, it is. Little, little shiny gem right there. But other than that, in the song I just played, ew. Hey, Smuts, what you got? All right, I got one more before we go into the meat and, Ooh, and potatoes. Go with the 11th studio album from Quiet Riot yeah, in 06. Right. The last album Kevin DeBrow. with Kevin DeBrow, Rehab. Yeah, now, I remember that, this. Is that like a it sign? I mean, is that the like, writing on the wall? Yeah, was that the writing on the wall? I don't know. This one wasn't very good. It had one song, though, song I think. on it? This was Strange Day. This song was kind of cool, Smuts. I'll play this because I remember this song. These guys had a string of bad albums around this time. They had Terrified, which was bad. Quiet Riot 10 was really bad. This was the only song, I think, that was probably good on this album. You know what? You think about the bands like these, the guys that just stuck to it. Yeah. They just went through and stuck to it. Yeah, this is... Had mixed reviews, I guess, from the fans on this, which I can understand. Right. I guess this didn't even have Rudy Sarzo or Carlos Carraza really? on it. And they did not use them, I guess. A little B1 fun fact, Tracy Guns was in the band for a little while, but he got mad and left. What? Yep. Tracy were, Guns was Tracy in Quiet Guns. Riot? 
wasn't just for a brief stint when wow. they were recording. Did not know that. Yeah, this one wasn't too good. Yeah, they just need to stick their guns. Yeah, these guys are still around. I'm going to touch more on these guys well, in the future. Isn't there only one dude left? That would be Chuck Wright. He actually played on their Metal Health album for okay. a little bit. Okay. But he wasn't their bass player, you know, for okay. most of the majority so of the recording. Everyone's gone. Everyone's gone. And who's, I don't even know who their lead singer is. It used to be Jizzy Pearl. Uh, last I heard, it was him. It's still Jizzy. I think. No rehab here. We're going to toss that sucker out, too. I got another so bad one. You got left B1 because I only got one left and I want to discuss that. And then I think we're going to have to have a discussion. Okay. I got three about more an quick album ones. that you have said something bad okay. about. And I'm gonna, that I'm, was. I'm going to take issue about it. Okay. We got a little controversy. I'm going to throw this one out by Whitesnake, their ninth studio album called Restless Heart. Oh, wow. Now, this is weird because this is still unreleased in the United States. And it was their follow-up, The Slip of the Tongue, and it was supposed to be a David Coverdale solo album, but the record oh, wow. company pressured him to put it under the White Snake monkeyer, so he called it David Coverdale and White Snake. Oh wow! This album freaking sucked much. Mm. There was one good song on here. One. I'm gonna dedicate this song to a few of her friends here. Okay. This is called Woman Trouble Blues. Oh. You guys yeah. know who you are. This song was kind of cool. It did have a little classic White Snake feel to it. This went to number 34 on the UK chart, so it was kind of a big deal. This was the one shining song on this album there, Smuts. No, the rest just sucked. I haven't really looked into this one. It's not good. I waited for a long time to get this because it was an import. And I paid a little bit of money for this oh. back in the day, and I was not happy when I listened to it. Now, if you got the Japanese import, you also got this cool instrumental called OI. Okay. This was pretty cool. It was only on the Japanese this does remind me of the old 70s White Snake right here. Okay, yeah. It kind of had that feel. These guys sounded just like this back in the 70s, and they oh, captured yeah. it perfectly. All their first albums. They were classic, kind of British, yeah. kind of hard I had, rock. I had all their cassettes. Oh, I did God, too. I wish I would have kept them. Oh, those are great. They had some really good songs. Other than that, no. Now, Smuts is going to enjoy this. Uh-oh. This is just for him. Oh, what do we got? We got a little rush. Oh, we could have how many albums we got. <laughs> we could put every funny. album on there. This is their 18th <laughs> album, Snakes <laughs> and Arrows. album. This album was horrible. Man. It was horrible. One of many. This one, I was very disappointed in. It had one good song called Far Cry. What year did this come out? This came out in 07. Many bad ones came out before then. Oh, hey, it peaked at number three in Canada oh. and in the U.S. 
I can't believe that. It was certified gold in Number Canada. Number three in the U.S. Number three. They were nominated for a Grammy Award for Best Rock Instrumental Performance. Yeah, instrumental performance is awesome. Oh, yeah. Which, the voice is just hey. awful. I hate it. I don't know. I think that might be it. I don't oh, know. man. I keep trying to pinpoint it. I'm not trying to make anyone upset here. Oh, I'm just trying to pinpoint why I don't like Rush. and We just don't have to figure that out. I love guitars. I love voices. I, I, actually, I love drums. I love everything. But see, that's, that voice is awful. This is called Far Cry. This debuted at number three in the U.S. too. It sold 93,000 copies in its first week. I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, this song was okay. Now, as far as the instrumental goes, this was pretty cool. They had three instrumentals, which was the most of any Rush album ever. Which is a fun fact. All instrumentals. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry, people. Hey, I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm just... Oh, uh, man. This was a cool instrumental. I will admit that. This may be my favorite tune on this... I remember I listened to this one time and I thought, man, this sucks so bad. I, was, I don't even think I bought it. I think I listened to it online and I was disappointed. Disappointed, dear Smuts. Well, I gotta say, I'm disappointed right now just listening to it. Oh, man. It's driving me to uh, drink first lattes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're giving that album right there. Mm. One more band for me, Smuts, here. Okay, and then I'm going to go with my out. last band. Okay. And then we're going to have a discussion we about now. We are going to. I love Megadeth. Right. I didn't like Risk. Risk sucked. Okay. And they were trying to make a more radio-friendly album, right. and it didn't work. Right. There was one super good song on here, and that's the reason I'm playing this. because well, Megadeth is not a radio-friendly no. band. Marty Friedman Just was trying to steer him to a different with... direction, and it didn't work. And Marty Friedman's one hell of a guitar player. Yeah, and he was out of the band after this, too, so that... Tells you something. This was called. I don't Insomnia. know what that tells me. <laughs> <laughs> Crush him was another big song. It was on some movie soundtracks. That was, uh, that it was, was okay. Pro Wrestling used it too. Yeah. That was okay, but it wasn't as good as this one. I do really love this song. Probably maybe top 10 B1 favorite Megadeth songs. They, all the singles did chart, too, on the mainstream rock track, so they did make it. Crushem and Breadline made it into the top ten, so, so this album Marty did good. Friedman did he, nothing wrong. He knew what he was doing. He did. You know, but Dave didn't like it. Well, yeah, because it wasn't his idea. Yep, that's why. That's what you got to do sometimes. You got to pitch it. Yes. The, I'm not saying anything out loud because I know Ooh. some of my bosses listen to this show oh yeah we better not so, say nothing to sometimes uh, you just gotta say the pitch right yeah <laughs> and not make the boss mad no not at all <laughs> the smuts is a great worker if they're listening yeah he puts Thank his heart you. into it i do every day <laughs> here's another one that was equally as bad the world needs a hero that one was bad this song was okay, Return to Hangar, which was a sequel to Return to Hangar 18. 18. Okay. This album was bad, except for this. Moto Psycho was okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Also, the return of bassist David Elson. We won't get into him too much. He's in a little trouble now, but yeah. yeah. What do you exactly do again? Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't even want to know. I mean, I did read it. Yeah, it had a little commercial feel to this. Still, it was okay. It did sell sixty-one thousand copies in its first week, and was number sixteen on the Billboard two hundred. So it was big. And I do remember this coming out, and I remember buying this, and I was like, man, this sucks, Megadeth. What the heck are you doing? Right. Now, after this, business did pick up their smuts. These guys got really good. They went back to their roots. I will say this album okay. did chart in nine countries, so it was kind of a big deal. But still... This song, Return the Hanger, is no Hanger 18 by a long shot. So, no. Sorry, Megadeth. Okay, smuts. It, it pains me. I mean, it literally does pain me. And I have discussed this album before. I don't know what Bon Jovi is thinking. Oh, no. I knew this was coming up. I knew it. I literally cannot stand it. I want you people to hear this song, and if you like it, I guess great. It's getting tense in the garage of destiny Ugh. right now. I, his face is turning red. Ugh. I can see it. I'm so mad right now. I've never even listened to this album, and I'm not it's going awful. to. It's awful. Listen to this. American Reckoning. Like, we're the problem. Hey, buddy. You're worth $410 million. Yeah. Maybe we made you. On fire. Ugh. Sounds more like Bruce Springsteen than Don Jovi. It's awful. Richie, please come back. Her conscience has been looted. Oh, man. Soul is under siege. Yeah, the conscience and has been looted. Mother's crying. And the soul's under siege. Yeah, it is, buddy. Yes, because of you. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> this is disgusting. I might have to just rip my poster down from you. I mean, I just... Uh, you do that smuts. I don't know if I can do it. I, so many great memories with this guy. Where's the electrifying guitars, the yeah. big well, riffs? Because Richie Seagam Boar's not on here. He got rid of everyone that probably said, dude, not a great idea. Not a great idea. He needs yes men. He's that kind of guy. And it just... It's horrible. Awful. Oh, man, smuts. Oh my god, horrible. I'm so angry right now. We, we better steer back out of this bad stuff. Yeah, here you go. Here's another awful song. Some guitar player. Stan. Let's call him Stan. <laughs> it's not Richard Sambora, his buddy for 30 some years or 40 some years. Filled in. No, they just, you got a drinking problem? I don't even want to deal with you. I'm Bon Jovi. I can do whatever I want. That's what he's doing. You're an asshole. Oh, there we have it. The head beggar's vault. The smuts put his stamp of disapproval. You do not do that to your buddy of 40 years. <laughs> oh, man. Pisses me off. Rich Sam Bora had just as much to do with you making that yeah, much money. he did. And I don't know how much... Richard Sambor's worth, probably not too far behind. Yeah. But you probably doubled him. 
but he helped make you. Yep. So you forget that. Yep. Remember that guy that had a drinking problem, Alex Van Such? Your former bass player? Yeah, what about Where's him? He Where's he at? Yeah, he could be dead because you didn't give a crap about him either. Alex Van Such? Yeah. Where's that guy at? Oh, you just got another guy to play bass for you. Wow. Thanks, friend. Kiko Torres, watch your back. <laughs> David Bryan, watch your back because you guys will be out. If you say anything to disagree with this guy, get on his train. He didn't like the Trump train. How about the John Bon Jovi train? I don't like that train. It's going off the rails. I'm sorry. We, I'm, we better, I'm getting kind of pissed off right now. We better give this the, the Dave Smuts. Yeah. Toilet flash. Terrible album. You're wrong. You're everything that's wrong with this country. I am sorry. Let's flush that down uh, the toilet there. I am just... Uh, Okay. I'm so angry. Okay, let's have better thoughts. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I didn't even have a bush latte. I, I wasn't even drinking. I mean, I didn't even have a bush latte in my hand on that rant. Oh. Wow. There we go. He's getting another. Probably what was wrong. He's feeling better now. There, there we go. We Open go. another there one. There's much. It's getting better. Now, I do remember in a previous episode oh, yes, that I... B1 said something about an album he thought sucked. That would be Twisted Sister. Love is for suckers. It wasn't that good. And I... I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to have to agree so to disagree. I'm going to play a couple songs. You do that. There were a few. I will give it and you guys, a little credit. There were guys... a few good songs in here, Smuts. A few. It wasn't the Twisted Sister I grew up liking, and I understand it was their last album. They didn't have all the original guys. Well, they have the original guy. Yeah, the one main original guy. I mean, I remember getting this album, and I thought this whole album was awesome. I bought this like when it came out when I, mean, I was I'm, in I'm just seventh play. grade. I'm just gonna. Now this one wasn't bad. Wake up the sleeping giant. Yeah. This one wasn't too bad. I kind of I mean, like this one. I'll give you credit there, Smuts. Now listen to that. That's good. It's okay. Now for the Bon Jovi thing, I gotta relax. A yeah, we, I, I, I can just feel my blood pressure going up. <laughs> now this is straight twist sister. This is good. It was no stay hungry or come now, out play, now, but this is one of my okay. favorites. It's okay. Hot love. I do like this one, Smuts. See, I like okay. this one. So we're two for two. We're doing okay. Okay. He's two for two and I'm, he hates this album. I'm warming up a little bit. It's good. I'll tell you what, I, I, I want this to go until the court. I, I just love that right there. It was okay. Yeah, that's good. I need to go back and revisit this yeah, album. I, I may you do. change my tune. It kind of upset me when you said that, and you're a huge Twisted Sister fan. And I was like, no. Just for you, you just for you there, Smuts, we'll go back and revisit you this. Listen to this. We will revisit this. Listen to this. This is good right here. This is my favorite song on this album. This song. Yes. That's good. That's good. That's pretty good. I do like this song. This brings me back some good days. I even like this song. Love is for suckers. Because it's true. It is. Yeah, that is true. They knew what they were talking about. I know what they're talking about now. Back then, I didn't. I was like, yeah. (laughs) It's a good song. It's just... 
wasn't the Twisted Sister I grew up listening to, but now that I'm older, I can appreciate it a little more. So the first three songs, do one, it's like, okay, these are good. It's, it's a I little bit. This chorus, we're going to chorus right now, but I love it when he says this. He's the sucker. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll check it out. I mean, I think the whole album's good. This might be one of my favorite Twisted Sisters albums. That's a bold statement there, Smuts. I think it might be. Oh, man. I I think I like every song on this album. Oh, See, I didn't like this. I mean, he's just coming at you. D. Snyder's coming at you. So hot for you. We may have to do an all Twisted Sister episode. Another good one tonight. Okay, this one was okay. I kind of <laughs> like this one. I kind of. Okay, so we're four out of five. So I'm we're feeling, four out of five right now. Feeling a little better. We're four I out didn't of five. Like, I didn't like me and the boys. I didn't like okay, that one. I didn't like one bad habit. Okay, now I do like this one. Yeah, I didn't like this one either. Did not like this. Actually, you know what? I think my foot. It's been a while since I actually. I didn't like this one either. You're all that I need. I like this one. You did not like this. No. Holy crap! I think this song's everything about Dave Smuts. (laughs) This could be your theme song. Hmm. Yeah. I don't fight him back. <laughs> this course is awesome. When I've been around the world And I've seen all kinds of girls And there's one thing that I know for sure Been getting into it, folks. Been getting excited. for like 10 years. I have not either. Oh, wow. This is any other band. I'd say this is pretty cool, but... This is a good... sister, man. This is a good song. Man. Smuts has found his new I hope I'm ballad. not dumb enough to get married again. But you know what? It'd be pretty cool at my wedding reception. I play this song. Played. Well, then we'll remember that. We will remember this on this episode. You said that. Well, hopefully it never comes true. But. Never say never. <laughs> never say never. Yeah. I almost forgot about this song. Yeah, hey. This song's a damn good song. Well, and I just want to say... I, I think it's proved to be one that this album is That's pretty okay. Songs, you know, you got you went with me on five songs. I did I? There's only nine that. songs on the album. I'll give you that, Smuts. So we're over fifty percent here. So B one will listen to this and I'll report <laughs> back to you. So I just when you said that, there I just could go, not man. believe it. I was there like, man, go. that's a good album. Getting old here. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> This is our take on our bad albums from our favorite bands. Don't ever buy Bon Jovi again. No. Just remember the good times. Yep. And remember, Smuts will get mad if you tell him about that, too. Yeah, please don't tell me about it. No. You can go ahead and listen to him, I mean, but he don't need money anymore. No. 
There you go, folks. So, everybody, thanks for tuning in tonight. Check us out on all our platforms. Social medias. All the Spotify, the Podbeans, mm-hmm. whatever's out there. Check it out. Check out our Facebook sites. Message whatever. us if you yep. want. We got some big things a popping coming here up. soon and some interviews and all that good stuff. So coming check on. it out. And just like what Nikki Lane says. If it's too loud, you're too old. Yo, too old. Okay. Keep rocking out there, everyone. We'll see you next week. God bless. Thank you for listening to the Headbangers Vault, bringing you the best in rock and metal music and music talk with your host, B1 Bomb and the Smuts. Check us out on your social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you'd be interested in being a part of our show or advertising with us, please visit our webpage at headbangersvault.podbean.com. And remember, if it's too loud, you're too old. This one, Smuts. I want this night to last forever. Absolutely. You ever had any of those nights? I've had a lot of those nights. Oh, man. Special lady or? No, just concert. Just concert. <laughs>